Hey, it's Tom McGrath again. And listen, you're not even going to believe the notes that I have on this episode of the show. And I share it with Arvin halfway through the episode, I think. But listen, listen to some of the notes I jotted down for this episode. It starts with snoring. Then it goes to rice, $520 a month, factory job, eBay, drop shipping, Russian hackers, server in your basement, artificial intelligence. So I'm just going to leave that with you. You'll see how we tie all that together because Arvin's story is incredible. Wait till you hear this guy. Uh, we've been working with him for a long time. Mike DeZormo on our team is his coach here at Rockstar. Uh, we've been working with Arvin for a really long time. He's a he's a, a really funny guy. He kind of deadpans his humor uh, a lot, I find. Uh, but just a genuinely good guy, good heart. And if you hear his story and don't feel motivated from it, I will be shocked. Um, I don't know what to say. Just... I feel honored and thrilled to be able to share the story of Arvin and to be able to work alongside people like Arvin. I mean, this is why Nick and I quit our jobs to do this kind of stuff. So now, 10 years later, 12 years later, to be able to have Arwin come on the... Arwin. Did I call him Arwin? Arvin. Arvin, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. Arvin, come on this podcast and share his story um, so that someone else might get motivated to do something with their lives that they were thinking about or maybe they thought they couldn't do or whatever is like, you know, a dream come true. It's like going full circle with everything. So we're thrilled to be able to share this kind of information. I mean, this is what keeps Rockstar as a business going. The people that we work with, the stories that we get to hear, and the the, the journey that maybe we get to be, play a small part in. Um, this is what makes it all work. So we feel forever blessed in this business. And to be able to do a podcast like this and share the stories, I mean, we're just, we're thrilled and grateful. So anyway, Absolutely great guy. Wait till you hear this story. And listen, if you are listening to this and want some real estate information, one of the places to check out more from us right now would be on Instagram. If you go to at Rockstar Inner Circle on Instagram, we're answering a question a day right now on Instagram. So if you ask questions, maybe we'll select your question and answer it. A whole bunch of people are asking questions. You can hear the other uh, the other answers that we're giving out there. That's at Rockstar Inner Circle on Instagram. You can check us out there. Um, Alex on our team does a lot of the video work on, uh, on that for us us. Um, and we're hustling on there for the next 60 days answering questions. So go to at Rockstar Inner Circle on Instagram to check out more about Rockstar and real estate. I think that's it. Let's get on with the show. Are you ready to live life on your terms? Is it time to take charge? Real estate, business building, the economy, health and nutrition, and more. It's the Your Life, Your Term Show with Tom and Nick Carazza. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay, we are live. I just want to check everybody's mic. Arvin, can you say hello? Hey, hi there. Mike? Hello. Nick, can you can hear you? me? Can you hear me, Nicholas Alexander Carazza? I was actually planning to ask the same thing, but figures you got, I got yeah, cut off. You I'm beat your, me to it. Of course. I'm your older brother. Of course, I beat you to it. <laughs> so we have uh, the um, infamous Mike DeZor- Michael DeZormo. Infamous means bad. No, you're known for bad things, does it not? Hmm. The famous Mike DeZormo? The <laughs> Michael no, Doctor. What is it? Neither. Michael W. DeZormo? Yeah, that's right. Right? Actually, yeah. William? We can only get Michael when my mom's mad at me, so Mike's good. Can you lift the mic just a little? It's pointed yep. down a little bit. Just there, there we, go. we go. We were talking to Dave and Dan, I don't know, a little while ago, and, and, and they used to both put their middle initial on their business card because they felt like it made them more professional. <laughs> they don't anymore, but that's why they initially had it. It was like David W. and Daniel J. or something. <laughs> so, Arvin, is it Kana or Kana? Kana. Kana. Yeah. Uh, from Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. Born in Sri Lanka. Yes. How did you get to Canada? I came to Canada through refugee. 
So when I left Sri Lanka, why was there some civil war going on? Yeah, there was a huge civil war, and there was struggle between the Tamil side That's and Sinhala right. side. I always forget this. So government against the people kind of a situation, and I don't know the exact details about how this whole thing happened, but it affected our family and our neighbors' family and everyone, and most of the people from my village kind of a left, like they just ran away from the villages and whoever able to um, ha- afford to get out of the country they got out my father is one of them so he got out out of the country then eventually got us out of the country so when when he, came, so he landed where canada no no he landed to uh, italy so he went to italy then eventually we got out of out of declared, declared refugee status in italy yeah then we we came to canada because he he kind of uh, paid money to people who actually get you out of the country without you know a lot of well now it's illegal you can say it. it sounds like you were smuggled in some kind of suitcase yeah. you smuggled in a suitcase <laughs> out of italy into canada <laughs> no 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 it it was it, it was like you know we ha- we had to choose whatever the mean we had in order to get out of that situation because everyone getting killed in sri lanka pretty much so you know our fam my father fortunately was able to get out first able to su- support himself then get some money to get all our family out so it 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 wasn't a you know it we would have been like i wouldn't be here if i if my father would, didn't get out so now that's so a family that's struggle yeah. and our family loses it when wi-fi goes down for 30 minutes <laughs> holy smokes yeah, that's a it, journey man that's yeah it, a journey. it is it is it is a but you know i'm fortunate that i i'm in canada now like everything that Canada gave me is, is uh, for like I am very grateful. Like when I came over here, like my father was here, wasn't here. Me and my brother came first. How how old were you? Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. How so old is your brother? He's younger, 12, right? Twelve. Okay. So when we came, we we pretty much came here uh, alone. Uh, we landed. We called our uncle who was living here, and said, "Oh, we are here. You know, we need help, whatever." He came over to the air, uh, the border, picked us up. Then he, we. He didn't know you were coming. No. <laughs> Holy moly! Yeah, it, it's like that. My father's story even worse. Like he had no money when he left Sri Lanka. He pretty much landed. What in, year? What year did he leave Sri Lanka? So 82, 83, 80, I was born eighty-five ish. That's when. Yeah, he le- he left right soon as like we were born. Yeah. And so then how long have you been in Canada? Now twenty-six years. Okay. So when you guys get to Canada, mm-hmm. where were you living? Uh, so you and your brother, pl- uncles, uncles' okay. place for first four years. It was it wasn't a <laughs> best situation. Right, right. <laughs> so we had to get like as soon as I was sixteen. Uh, where we was you in this area, like the Toronto uh, area? Toronto, Toronto. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. We we came to Toronto. Yes. Okay. Then your mom and dad eventually come. Yes, my mom and dad. Came. And then, how, what? How did it transpire from there? Oh, so we found a basement. My mom came first, then found a basement. We lived in the basement. Eventually, I was I by the time I was 18, 19, so I I was working part time in Tim Hortons, going to school, uh, saved up some money. We lived in the basement for like five five years or so. Eventually, my father moved in. The basement wasn't enough. <laughs> it was a very small basement. You know, I had to sleep in the living room. Is this, is this a one bedroom? Yeah, one bedroom. Yeah, for so, four of you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So two people outside, two people inside. Yeah. Eventually saved up my uh, saved up some money uh, by working, and I I was. Doing Arvin, come closer to the mic for me. Oh yeah. That sorry, but so saving some money, then eventually we I we bought a house, and I had a cousin who co-signed for the house. But what was the catalyst to this? Because I remember oh, I, you and I we've been together now, like investing in real estate ten years. Yes. Roughly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ten we years. shared a lot of drives together. Yeah. And you, Arvin, you need to understand the respect that Mike has for you, Mike. I don't know. Mike has a high bar. This is gonna sound maybe like you're. You know, for you to really speak highly of someone, you they have to impress you at a really high level. And he comes back from some of the drives where you guys are looking at the properties, and he's like, "You're not going to believe this. I got to tell you about Arvin." And it feels like it's two or three times <laughs> yeah. that you've kind of said that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sorry, so amazing. go ahead. Yeah. yeah, how did that work? How did that work? So you're in this apartment. You got to yeah. because I don't know if you remember on a drive you shared why you're like, "Okay, we got to get out of this apartment." Do you remember? Did they tell you about the snoring? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so out of all this respect for my father, he is a very hard, loud snorer. So he snores, you won't be able to sleep in the same vicinity. Like not even the same room, you cannot be in the same household kind of. So like because I was in school at that time, I, I was studying for my exam and stuff. And I had to study in the later night, but when he is sleeping... It's impossible. So it's like, you know, it, I was struggling with that situation. You so and your brother are sleeping in the living room. Your brother's moving the mattress or a sleeping blanket yeah, yeah, yeah. closer it's and closer so to the door outside. Like. So it's like we had. The <laughs> <laughs> so, so then it, you're like, I got to get a house. Yes. Got to get my family a house. So we, actually, initially, I didn't look for a house because I wasn't looking for like I was looking for a bigger space. So we won't have the struggle of listening to my father snoring all the time you owe it to your dad all of this you owe it to your dad in the snoring yeah Luckily pretty you much didn't get it fixed you became a real estate investor because your dad snored <laughs> that Not, worked out pretty well, well i yeah. bought my first house because my father was snoring that's the truth eventually yeah. the reason i became investor because i was in a situation where i already started making money at that time i i already had bought my first house 22 I bought the house. Then uh, eventually I was making, because I had an online business at that time, I was starting my online business. It wasn't going well, but eventually after two, three years, it picked up really good. Is this the crazy server in the basement? No, no, no. This is, oh. this is, a, this is an online business where I was like importing stuff from China and selling it online eBay. And I had a, my own, own store design. So I was selling there. Do you still do that? Well, I... Well, I do, but it's not as profitable as it used to be because Amazon killed most of my profits. You moved here when you were 13 and you bought your first house here when you were 22? 22. So yeah. you worked hard and you saved a lot of money to, I to saved, do it. I, I lived on 500 and 520 bucks per month for like, I don't know, four or five years. Pretty much that's my goal was initially was it, when I was investing. So you were living at home. Yeah. Were you, did you have to contribute to any bills or anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, so that, that's everything. Inclu- in the 520 Food, that was travel, included? Uh, uh, rent, everything. How much craft dinner did you eat? Huh? How much craft dinner? What, what did you Arvin doesn't even know what craft dinner was. <laughs> yeah. That was too expensive. Yeah, yeah. Nick, Nick, that was gourmet. Rice, yeah. rice is the, the, the most, most used <laughs> dinner. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it's so you had, a big, you had a big like pail of rice somewhere in the yeah, house. Yeah, no, we made rice because that's what yeah, my main, main dinner dish lunch dish everything so it was like my goal was initially when i was doing this 520 bucks every month i should be happy that's what's my goal like you know like i wasn't thinking where i am now 
I no, but, that, but that's what you like to, to be able to get started like that you know that I mean everyone has a different story and everyone does it to a different level but yeah but yeah you, you did it you did what you needed to do to yep. be able to kind of get started yeah and you did it quickly because it allowed you to kind of get started at 22 mm-hmm. which 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 made things even better for you because you got in earlier right which has yeah. kind of benefited you now even more yeah, yeah. so yeah, how no, much of that cool. so that was Tim Hortons primarily during that time Tim Hortons yeah Tim Hortons and how, so $520 a month how much of your income were you saving $520 is not from the income. So 500 like my initial thing when I landed to Canada is $520 is the government gave you the support. That's the $520. Eventually when I started university, I started working. So I start, saved up every month, every single penny that I was making in Timotens. Uh, part-time jobs, everything I was saving. How does it work in Canada? Were you still getting the $520 a month? No, at that time I was, I was out of that um, $520. So my parents came, my mom's was on that and I was, I was on OSAP. Yeah, I know so, all about OSAP. Yeah. Funded many Mexico. Yeah, vacations you went to Mexico me. and partied, <laughs> yeah. and he. OSAP. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no? yeah, yeah, yeah. OSAP helped actually helped me to go through the university. You used OSAP money for what it was intended for. Yes. Wow. Pretty much, I got a OSAP. I bought a lot of tequila with OSAP money. <laughs> <laughs> Every single penny that that. Uh, Good it, for you, it, man. It tear me up, like because if that that didn't help me out. I don't think I would have done what I have done so far. That's awesome, Irvin. Yeah. That's crazy, man. So, so what was your catalyst then from buying your first home to buying your first investment property? How did that all happen? So I, even after that, I was still in a struggle it, because I was finishing violin school. I wasn't um, like, it's just when I got out, I finished economics. I started with computer science, but finished economics 2008 which is not a good time for uh, anybody in finance. So I tried everything I possibly could to get into finance. Any kind of a job, I, I didn't get anything. For six, seven months, I was like, what the hell am I going to do now? Like, you know, I, I have to go back to, like, factory, which is, I don't think, I, I'm not fit out, cut out for the factory job. Have you worked in a factory? Yes, I did. For a once, um, one, uh, what is the vacation, like September to June. Mm-hmm. So I worked in a, one of my cousin's factory. He was he he was working a car parts uh, place, and I worked there for three months. And that's pretty much it. I said oh, I never gonna work this place again. Like my mind, if I ever have to work in factory that job, I will kill myself. Yeah, <laughs> it was that mind draining um, kind of a place. Like you know, sometimes uh, you want to be in a creative, like mm-hmm. you have the opportunity to move up. That place didn't have anything. So. Arvin, man, just hearing your, there's more to the story, but just hearing your story, man, good for you. Like, you have a lot to be proud of. Like, you've accomplished, how old are you now? 36. Jeez, man, hearing this mm-hmm. story just makes me, you know, reflecting back on all the silly things that I've done. And sometimes what I reflect back on the struggles that I've personally been through and then hearing just this little story. Not, I don't mean little, I just mean a short time, how you've shared this story with us right now. Mm-hmm. The story's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing, man. Yeah, yeah. No, it's amazing. I, it, it, you know, it also makes me feel proud to be Canadian. 
yeah. It makes me yeah. feel proud that yeah. like someone like yourself can come here and if they choose to do what they want to do. And I just picture you at that factory talking to yourself. I, I know when our father made us scrape construction floors for summers, mm. where we had to scrape the tapers mud off the floors. I would be in a condominium floor and he would say, okay, you're on the 14th floor this week, scrape the 14th and the 15th floor. Mm. So I would have to just sit there and I used to have an old Sony Walkman. Mm. I'm old guy. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's a place <laughs> cassettes. And I would listen to some crazy audio programs. I don't even know what I was listening to some music and yeah. some audio stuff while I was scraping the floors mm -hmm. and uh, just thinking this is a crazy life like I can't work construction my whole life I, I can't do this yeah so I can't relate to the depths of where you know where you've come from mm -hmm. but just I can I can kind of sort of get a glimpse yeah you know and it's 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 those are those are tough times you feel like yeah you feel like you don't know what's in front of you what's possible and yeah so good for you man yeah I didn't know, like look back looking back I could see like how much I have accomplished but while I was doing it wasn't like I gonna go this place I pretty much every day is uh, survival mode so I was just trying to do the best whatever I can at that moment in order to survive for the next day that's pretty much I you know I've been trying to do for the most of the time now I look back I'm like even after I got accomplished, I still have that mindset where I am like, oh, I need to do this for tomorrow. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting better at it now. So uh, we cut off from the story when Mike was asking you how you got your first, you, you had some, you had this um, online business buying stuff from China and selling, and then you saved up money to buy the first, where were we? The first property, first investment yeah, property? Yeah. First, so I saved up money because I, I took economics. So I know if I keep the money in the bank, it's not going to be anything. It's going to be worth less than what I have now at that time, right? Arvin, I love you. No, <laughs> no, hearing that's true. You, hearing you say that comment makes me brings warmth and joy to my heart. <laughs> but you knew that at that time. Yes, oh, because, because of the I, economics. Yeah, economics. Yeah, yeah. Because so I, that's that. my degree. So I, when I when I look back, I I could see myself thinking, why I'm keeping this much money in my saving account. So I looked for a lot of stuff, like, you know, I was looking for pizza places, convenience stores, you know, dollar store, whatever I could, you know, look for a business, I was looking for that. But I, every time I did the research, I, I, I do a lot of research before I take any action. So I did the research, the research came, like pretty much I realized every business I gonna start, gonna take a lot more time out of me than I was able to put in. So as soon as I realized that's not going to work out, I look for something that I could do, do like even more online kind of a thing, right? So there are two options came up. <laughs> One of them was real estate and there was another toy store um, kind of a place. So I, I, one of the other one wanted to have the money put in so he will do all the work, he will give me the profit. This one, I have to do the work, but the profit is a lot more higher. When you say this one, do you mean real estate? Real estate. Okay, got yes. it. Got it. So I looked into it. Then one of your ad, I think, uh, popped up on Craigslist because at that time I was doing research on Craigslist. Oh my gosh. We only did a few ads on Craigslist. Why <laughs> was it? Stop? For sure it was Craigslist. Yeah, 100%. Oh my gosh. We did we, very, we we did did very few, few on that. Yeah, yeah. So I was searching for business opportunity on Craigslist and one of the... Advice like, you know, learn how to invest in real estate or something like that. So I came across and I'm like, okay, let's email them and see how it is. And then I got a reply back. And it we was replied? Somebody replied. Okay. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. Maybe you got to the wrong company and you got lost next time. Are you sure you were reaching office. out to us? <laughs> so I replied back and I'm, I'm like, okay, let's go check it out. Then I came and there was you, 
you was you were doing the presentation and i sat there i'm like thinking thinking and you gave me some interesting information where i could have safer investment with rent to own because that people give you the money so i don't have to worry about it for the uh, every month payment so i thought okay maybe that's works but i wasn't sure about these two you know you too <laughs> <laughs> who are these two that's guys clear tom and nick that's you're pointing at tom and nick yes yeah. so oh no oh, mike yeah. you're looped into that too you're looped into that too and he's like who's this guy in the back mike desormo over there <laughs> so i i did i didn't trust like you know initially when i came in i i it wasn't because you, i came across a lot of places where people say something and something else actually sure. happened yeah, right yeah. so it, that it was, happens in the world people say one thing and do something different so it's it's i i took about um, seven months of you know following you guys and you know came to your same uh class for three times before i actually signed up did the class get worse each time no it's exact same wording like i pretty much i think he just <laughs> I thought one one time I thought oh maybe I could just do the same thing. <laughs> you know, uh yeah yeah so you thought you could do that class too. Exact yeah. same thing like exact wording there is no difference like you were saying the exact words by words. You know why we joke because uh, we've given that class now for like 13 years, right? So it's just like etched well, that's in your exists, brain. that specific class you've given for 13 years. I've never done it actually yeah, at all. Yeah, Tom's yeah. done every single one. Yeah. Okay. That's and, changing and Arvin, this year. Because I I think I'm funny. I laugh at my own jokes all the time. I don't need anyone to laugh at my jokes for me to laugh at my own jokes. I have that problem. Many of my friends and my little brother tell me that I have that problem, that mm-hmm. personality problem. So you heard me laughing at the same jokes over and over. You're probably like, what the heck? What's wrong yeah, with this ex- guy? Exact same thing. I'm like, okay, this is like, did it like videotape and just doing it? <laughs> eventually, you know, eventually at, after the third time I said, okay, you know what? The worst case scenario, I'm going to lose the $37 or $29 that time. You guys That's what it was, yeah? Yeah. So $29, I'm going to try it up for like three months, see how it is. Then after that, you know, I, I, I signed, Mike was in the front. So I signed, you know, signed the uh, papers work. Then I became a member with Rockstars. So after that, you know, eventually going through the mortgage approval. Then with Mike, I took another seven months. I think close to about Did six you meet o- with Mike at least? Did yes, you yes. Ever, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so as soon as I signed up, Mike, I met with Mike. Then uh, they, he referred me to the mortgage broker. And we went to, I went to the mortgage broker, got approved. Then came back at least seven months of going out with Mike. See, see, Arvind, you were... Seven months? Was it really that? It was six, that six months. I would, I would, I would six like months. to state yeah. that he, although he was checking us out for all this time, we didn't give up on you either, Arvind. <laughs> thank we you. We stuck you. by your side yeah, thank and you. offered you classes and to meet with you because we knew <laughs> we would so we would get you at one point to you know, take the big step and buy a property. Yes, and Mike yes. never turned to you and said, look, man, like what the hell are you doing? Are you going to do this or not? Yeah, no, I think he probably would have said it in a different way. Yeah. But I, I didn't. <laughs> he did say it, but he was like, yeah, a little bit gentler. <laughs> so, but eventually, you know, when I, when, when I decided, I, I bought a property and I was fearful. Like first property was like investment property, especially. Because at this point you had your house that you had purchased. Where was that house that you bought? That you bought? Toronto. Toronto? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you had that mm. and now this is your first time. This is, okay. this is like, because at that time, like my parents started working and everyone was contributing a little bit for the house. If I buy this house, pretty much is on my own. Like, you know, pretty much like, you know, hundred percent, I have to take care of it. So I was really nervous, but it was a smaller amount. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Worst case scenario, I will sell it back and move on. 
Mike, Worst where, Mike, where did you take Arvin? Do you remember? The first first one was Whippy? Ajax, Ajax. Ajax? Gotcha. Ajax. That okay. was a long time ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, Mike, I think he only few times he went to this Ajax side of the... So, I was one of the clients who bought it from Ajax. Mike was out in Lindsay just yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> you know Lindsay is Arvin? North of Peterborough. Peterborough. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're going to put past a, Ajax We're going to put a GPS yeah. on Mike Scott. Mike in one day covers all of Ontario. Arvin. Yeah. He's yeah, everywhere. Yeah, no. Mike's everywhere. Yeah. You don't understand. If you're listening to this and you're coming up to a Tim Hortons, just be ready. Mike's going to pop out of the next <laughs> Tim Hortons. You, <laughs> no, I, I, I admire the, his, his work ethic, though. Like, you know, I, I, I have seen him. Like, I have worked with him for a long and I, I, I try to do my default, but unfortunately, I, I don't think I will be able to do 14 hours a day of looking at houses. <laughs> but you got a great philosophy on that and why. So we'll, we'll definitely get into that. But yeah, we started off in Durham. Then we went to uh, Ajax, Oshawa. Then eventually, like, you know, we, I've been to all, like, before I bought the first house, we've been to most of the places. But Ajax house was the cheapest house at that time. And it was a smaller house. You know, Mike said, you know, this is like a cheaper priced house. You know, you could do this. I'm like, okay, you know what? After seven months, I have to take something. <laughs> Where was this? It's in Ajax. No, sorry, sorry. I meant to ask, how much was it? Do you remember? Two, uh, 229. Wow, oh, those were the yeah. days. Yeah. 229. That's like free now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 229. Yeah. 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 And then you were pulling some equity out and oh, that yeah. helped you get the other properties. Yeah, and yeah. 229 that time, you know, it, it, it was a very small house. But I had say like, because online business was doing it. So I kept on saving because at that time, online business was like phenomenal. Like it's not like now because the profit margin is taken by a lot of Amazon. Amazon, yeah. Amazon at the time, if you are online and selling product from even, especially from importing from China and selling it, the profit margin is insane. Like I, I was doing sales, like buying product for $100, selling the same product online for like $500. No way. Yeah. So that's that was a, land. That was here landed yeah, for $100? Yeah. Everything. I pay taxes, everything, $100. Where were you putting the product? Did you have like a little warehouse ha- or something? No, no. It's like Tra- the drop product. Ship? Not, yeah. Drop shipping. Oh, I, you were doing drop shipping. Drop okay. shipping, eBay. Then I had my online store. So all three of them were going on the same time. So it, it was like profit is like insane. They were job shipping right from China? Yeah. Yeah. Straight to the customer. I was doing it to US. I was doing it to Mexico, everywhere. How did you figure that out? I It's an accident. It's yeah, actually... No, back it's back not, then, it was a lot it more difficult a, than yeah. being humble, Arvin. It's not an accident. It, you figure things out. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. well, it, I didn't look for that same product. Somebody asked me to buy the product. And I was looking for it everywhere. And only place that was available is in US. And they were charging quite a bit of money. Then I looked for like every like other places, and I found it in China for like hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> At that time, I think because the person who asked me because he didn't have a credit card to buy it. <laughs> I had the credit card because I was like very safe with my card, safe with my credit, and I had a credit card which has like five hundred dollars of limit. So I'm like, okay, I will use this hundred dollars <laughs> to buy this product, give it to you, but you have to give me some money. Okay, he said, yes, okay, I'll buy them and give it to him. Next thing I did, it, I put it on eBay without having the product. Like, so I don't have the product now, but I put it on eBay because I, you know, I know I could buy the product from China for cheaper and sell it on the eBay. So eventually somebody bought it, but the, I put it for $800. So $100, I put it for $800 and they still bought it. 
I'm like, okay, this is a business that I could. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. Yeah, that is great. So I was like, oh, I was like ecstatic, like because you imagine, like at that time I was like what, 24, 25. Oh yeah, no, those are I'm those are like, big numbers oh, in, in one sale. Those are big numbers. That was yeah. like huge. I just have to make like you know one sale a week, I will be happy. So I started doing that, and eventually it picked up really quite a well. So I I have kept on saving everything that I was making, everything, like because at that time. I am in the mindset of, you know, survival, right? Yeah. So I wanted to be safe, you know, secure. Eventually, tomorrow, I don't know what's going to happen. So I am just keep on saving. That's how I got all all the down payment for the houses. How, how, where, where, what about the server, Mike? You told me about some server in his basement. What's okay. that? So, yeah, uh, that's what, a good what, story. Yeah. Just saying, just thinking about a server in a basement, it makes you wonder what the heck's really going on there. Oh, yeah. You got Mike thinking, because I remember Mike came back to the office like, Tom, have you ever heard of this? I think I think Arvin's really amazing. He's I think we need out. to set up a server. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think he was trying. I think he was just trying to figure out, like, is this really happening? What was it again? No, it, it is. It is. Uh, okay. So for the product that i am selling it's a it's a very secure um device okay so let me apparently it's a server in your basement (laughs) so this device i think hillary clinton is like in big trouble for having this email server in her basement (laughs) yeah no you could say that it's it's a it's a secure product like it have to be a secure so the company makes it they make it like as secure as possible so you cannot break it right but this is an online digital product. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a device, but it has a, like a password setting and stuff. So it's very hard to break it. But now, when you when you say break it, do you mean to like log in? Like log in. Okay. Yes, okay. Yes. Got so it. if you have a password, you can log in. Like okay. Obviously. So like it's very you, hard. It's very secure. Somebody else. You do. can't like hack into this thing, this digital thing, very easily. Yes. And that's all the details you're giving us. Digital so, thing. Yeah. Digital okay. thing. I I personally don't want to give you exact information because okay. it, it's it's a very secure stuff. Okay. So so eventually, what happened is like the company that I was buying it from would charge me if some customer forget their password, they, the company would charge me in order to give me the passcode. So I will, the device will generate a code. It's a 12 digit long numbers and letters. And I have to send this code to the company and company will send me the, uh, the passcode and I will give it to the customer. Now they have changed all the, all the setup, but at that time, if you wanted to get that code, you had to pay the company. I was the middleman who was dealing with the customers and the company, right? So I was thinking, why don't I just, you know, this seems like an easier code to break. You know, why not? I just tried to do it. But I tried it for a year. It didn't work out. So eventually I thought, okay, maybe I will hire somebody who's in math and computer science and all that stuff. I tried, like, looked for people. <laughs> 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 looked for people on uh, Upwork, Upwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah Upwork or like Upwork. Were, it used to be Elance. Elance, Upwork. Elance, yeah, yeah, Elance. Yeah. So they were. So I was looking for there. There's a person from um, Russia, contacted me saying, "Hey, this look uh, interesting problem." Because I didn't say exactly what the device was. You got PhD I was, mathematician <laughs> who just wanted to test their skill. Yeah. So actually, PhD mathematician tested, but they couldn't break it. Okay. So they. <laughs> So what was next, rocket scientist? You got a Russian rocket scientist. So Russian, like, I don't know how, but Russian. Born in Sri Lanka, deal with Russians, living in Canada, hacking some secure yeah. system. What Go is, on. What is going okay. on here? I was going to just say how proud we are to work with different people here at Rockstar and have these lives. This is a so, great story. So the, this Russian guy called, Russian guy messaged me, and he's like, this problem looked very interesting to me. I'm like okay, you, like you know, I gonna I gonna give you all the details and all the stuff. So, 
he wanted to work with it because he's he's not a mathematician like he doesn't have anything math background but he what he has is a computer science ai background so he knows how to use ai in order to solve problems so any problem you give him he could actually set up a um, way that ai could learn the process and eventually come up with a solution to break or like you know whatever it have to like you just give the problem to ai ai come up with a, pro- a solution so what i had to do is for this is set up a computer not a server computer in my in my house in order for him to access the device so he could actually get codes from the device in order to kind of see what is it doing so every night probably like 2 3 days i will set up uh, my laptop turn off every other computer because i don't want him to hack into my own system so <laughs> <laughs> you're basically inviting a hacker into your world <laughs> pretty much because i know that devices if i do break it i would make quite a bit of money because i am the middleman and the because you the were com- just going to get rid of the middleman yeah. aspect you were just going to reset yeah. people's passwords yeah, and charge them yeah i just going to do it myself and give it back <laughs> Because if you do that, like 100% profit, there's no... No, like, yeah, I get the math. I get the math on that, Irvin. We get the math. Yeah, we get the math. Look okay. how happy. Look at the smile on his face. I'm That's gonna, great. I, no, so, so, wait, how long did it take for him to break the code? This computer is going off and on while you're sleeping in your what? bedroom? Oh, it, it took me about a week or so for him to actually do it. So, he every night he will come log into the account the device will do certain thing pops up pop out like it will happen like i don't know what the hell was going on so every morning i will come and he will be like oh i'm locking off and that's it so it's after seven days he sent me a, like you know i said okay i have the device are you able to finish this and he was like yeah i have the solution but i don't know how i got it so he eventually the ai created some way to a program program yeah. the system whatever in order to break that code So he doesn't know I don't know how it works nobody knows how the math works on that but he proved he proved to himself his AI was good yeah yeah so it, for to prove to me too is like you know now I can actually Arvin the notes that I'm taking on your talk today are crazy listen to this what I have written down so far snoring Tim Hortons <laughs> rice $520 a month factory eBay drop shipping AI Russian hackers Well, We've I'm gone from <laughs> snoring and five hundred twenty dollars a month to artificial intelligence and Russian hackers. But yeah, all right, for some reason I have like I come across situation where it's it's actually very different from a normal situation. For some reason, every 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 situation that I come I come across seems like that never happened before. I'm like, okay, this is a brand new thing, so I will just start and do it. Oh, um, Mike, did he buy the property in Ajax? <laughs> yes, yes, he did. Yeah. Oh, he did? Okay, yeah. he bought the property. What was it? Straight rental, rent-own? Rent-own, like, rent-own. Yeah, did you do a rent-own? Let's just cut yeah. through the chase. Yeah. You did a rent-own? I want to know what else is <laughs> in Arvin's yeah. life. The real estate's into, boring. Yeah. I want to get yeah. to the other stuff. <laughs> it rolled into yeah, quite yeah. a few other properties. Oh, yeah. How yeah. many cities are you in now? Uh, four. How many uh, cities? <laughs> yeah. My God. Arvin owns half of Toronto. Yeah, four cities. Five cities, actually, including my house, five cities. How many countries do you have hackers in? Oh well, <laughs> oh well. He was gonna answer, <laughs> but but you know what the thing is too, Arvin is like you have an amazing story. Mm-hmm. Um, you you've seen a lot that we'll probably never see in our lifetime, mm-hmm. and um, and there are gonna be some people that are listening to this and they have been in a similar situation. Yes. Some people will never experience that. Some people will now be inspired and say, "I can do this." Arvin mm-hmm. did this. I can do this. Mm-hmm. But believe it or not, there's gonna be another camp yeah. that says nobody knows, but 
You're single right now. You don't have any children. You're still a young. How, how old are you? 36. 30, barely working, if you don't mind me saying, because yeah. that's what not what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You you still get income coming in, but you believe in Tim Ferriss, a four-hour work week. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, awesome. So there's going to be another camp mm-hmm. that says he's single. He doesn't have any kids. Um, he's young. Um, I'm in my mid-40s, early 50s. I have a couple children. I have a family. I work full-time. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. What would you say to that person? Okay, so here's the thing. When I was doing, I wasn't thinking that I have to do it because I am young, old, whatever it is. I did it because that was my best choice at that time. So whatever their situation is, if they are like, I still have friends who haven't done single real estate deals. At that time, when I was starting with Mike, I will go to them and say, hey, I'm doing this real estate deal. You know, it's, so it seems like very easy. I have already done one in Ajax. I'm looking for another property. They will still very doubtful. If you don't do it, you never know that what is the answer going to be. So my philosophy is I will try anything, at least one to see if it is going to work or not. If it works, good. I will keep on doing it. If it doesn't work, I will move on to the something else. So if whoever thinking or if it is right for them or not, if they are not doing it, they never going to know. That's that would be my answer for them. What about you, Tom? I'm still mystified by this guy. The original question was like what someone listening to this and uh, yeah, like, uh, let's face it, like Arvin don't, don't. conquered a lot of fears. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be some people listening saying, well, he's young, he's single. You know, I got a uh, wife and kids. I'm busy. Mm-hmm. I'm nine to five. Yeah, life is determined by action. So yeah. like too many people don't take action on stuff. And then because they take lack of action, they don't have enough data to make different decisions. Yeah. So too many people st- uh, spend so much time thinking about the right or wrong move to make mm-hmm. because they're too scared of making a mistake instead of just taking action. We are action taker. Like humans need to take action. We need the data loop feedback to tell us, hey, took that action on this house and Ajax either worked or didn't work. Yeah. If, if Arvin had never taken that action on the first property, he would have never, how many properties you said you have now? Uh, six, properties. six different properties in a bunch of different cities. You would have never had that. Yeah. It all stemmed from taking action. If the first property didn't work, mm-hmm. maybe you're like, okay, I'm going to change my approach and still try real estate or I'm out of real estate and you're down another path, yeah. but now you're doing it with education. Mm. So many people are just scared to make the wrong choice. They don't understand that you need to make the wrong choices in order to get to the right place yeah like the wrong choices are not a failure i don't know how to say it like i try to say this to so many people lately i'm like you're wrong you're scared of making the wrong choice your fear of the wrong choice is the problem yeah yeah you just need to go that you know true. so sorry I mike i think i was starting to get angry mike's backing away right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i do take action but i do my research before so that's, a, that's I, yeah. a very good Seven point months yeah. yeah research you know why because most people are are most good entrepreneurs that i meet and in real estate investors they're actually risk averse mm. they're doing their research but eventually they take the action so yeah. for example you probably with us you came to us three times you thought we were a, a video or whatever you were saying playing the same but eventually you're like okay i have eight out of 10 confidence. You, you're probably not 10 out of 10, no, no. but you were seven, eight out of 10. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the leap. And yeah. you took the leap. Yeah. Most people get to seven or eight uh, out of 10 on their confidence level of uh, confidence level of any decision. And they don't take the leap. Yeah. They don't take that little two, two step leap, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You took the leap. That makes all There's the difference. Some, something else though, too. You, you seem to not believe in like, you, you know, 
easy money. Like you, you seem to like not, you, you know, because the message of that, those classes that you came to three times wasn't like, hey, you're going to make 10 million bucks overnight, none of your own money, no work, none of that. So you seem to believe that that was the way and that those types of, that type of message, I guess, wasn't maybe one that appealed to you with that, like that this get rich quick, super secret thing that no one else knew about, it, someone could sell it to you, right? So you kind yeah. of went that, you, you kind of understood that because I guess what you've been through as well. My concern was the safety of the the investments. That's that's was my main concern when I was doing it. The concern was if I lose anything, I don't want to go lower than where I am starting. Mm -hmm. So if I put in the money, that's the last I gonna take is just the money that I am putting in. So mm -hmm. whatever I am putting in, that's okay. You know, if it is a last, okay, I say okay, that's whatever I my lesson says and move on to the something else. I'm, I'm looking at just something that you put together here for uh, for our newsletter. Your cash flow numbers off these properties are pretty solid. I'm, there's five of them here, but these five, and it looks like they're single family. I don't know if you're renting out multiple yep. suites, but you're what, two twenty five hundred bucks or $3,000 off these five properties in cash flow? Yep. Like those, that's, that's, those are pretty solid numbers. Like, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Five properties. Uh, if, is it one? Is it more than that? One, yeah, six, there's nine, one more. One more? So yeah, about three. Wow. And then you, have you with been able to maintain that cash flow? Hmm? Are you maintaining yeah, yeah, that loan? Yeah. Yeah. Well, a recent one, I didn't even know. If, I don't know if I'm going to share this or not, but I, can, I guess now I got, I got it, or I got to ask about it. But you recently collected, like, you've collected some big down payments on your rent owns too. Yes, that's a Saint Catherine house. Yes, I recently collected about fifty thousand dollars, and first and last month also. So <laughs> just quite a, a bit. just a top up, <laughs> just <laughs> quite a bit of money. But you know, the person who came in, they had that much cash, but they didn't have the credit history in mm -hmm. order to buy that house so they wanted to be in the house right away and uh, they were they were in a rush so i said okay if you have the money i will put you in and they i didn't even check their credit pretty much because they put fifty thousand dollars that's enough security yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah so i'm 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 that's like that didn't happen for other houses but you know i i collected five to seven thousand dollars you said in your previously you were you kept working you were saving money to buy additional properties out of the additional property, so you, you, you know you, you worked hard and you mm. saved flipping everything to get into the first property. Yep. To get from the first one till until now, it's been there's times passed. Yep. How much additional of your own capital, like working capital, have you used versus how much have you used from equity buildup or rent to own deposit payments and that type of stuff? Like how yep. much have you leveraged other properties to grow your portfolio versus have, the other ones? I have refinanced one of the property to buy another one, and I have saved uh, like cash flow from there. I saved up. In order to buy other properties too, so I I think mix of both of them. Okay. So saving some money, then cash flow yep. also helped me out to buy the other property. Yeah, but it's cool. been very little out of yeah, pocket. Like yeah, yeah I, I I know you've told me mm. what you've turned um, some money into. Yeah, you're, you're doing quite well. Yeah. Um, but uh, you're the best at outsourcing stuff. Mm. You're the best, but yes. still getting things done. Yeah, A lot yes, of people like yeah. to outsource and not do any work. You will outsource and still do work. Oh yeah. And get yeah. things done. I think in the beginning. When you first, when we first met about ten years ago, your accent, which was much more stronger, right? Yes, and I think we did your voicemail message. I think my wife or I had yeah, somebody. Somebody, somebody did. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It, are you still getting somebody else to do your voicemail? No. Message? Now, You're, now I yeah. think I'm I'm doing it because yeah. I feel oh, comfortable doing it. Oh yeah, yeah, and you should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, you, it, you've come I, it, far. it's quite a bit. Like you know, it, when I came in, I had a super thick accent, and like I, when I came in there, I didn't know English at all, like zero. So I had to pretty much learn everything. So I still had a lot of thick accent. So when I talk to people, they find it really hard to understand sometimes. So the voicemail, it will, I will talk really, really fast. 
<laughs> but then you'd meet these people at the house yeah. with that accent and yeah. still get this done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, because you, like, you realize what you've done here. Like over 10 years. I, what else has impressed you about this guy, Mike, driving well, around? Um, you know, you have a philosophy on work. I think you, you prepare for tomorrow, but you also don't expect tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. it's because what you've gone through back home. Yes. And then um, you, you went through a tragedy here, un- un- unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, with a friend. Um, I don't like do you feel comfortable sharing that or yeah it it, it happened uh, in and I only say that Arvin because you told me something after that and on, on why that changed your life and why you started investing and yes. not wanting to do the nine to five yes so this happened when I was about 22 or so so me and my friend were driving uh, he was driving my car and uh, got into an accident and my friend passed away on the spot so it, it kind of uh, shook me, like uh, it's a very serious event. But after that, I I know for sure that I wasn't the same person in a sense that I could see the moments, but I, I, I realized that life is very short. So whatever I gonna do, I have to make the best out of it right now, not for tomorrow. Right now, what I can do best, I will do that instead of thinking what's I gonna do tomorrow or like all that stuff. So that kind of made me realize I could take a lot of risk. So risk wise, I'm like, you know, I gonna take this risk because I don't know if I'm gonna be tomorrow, it's still gonna be the same Arvin or, you know, it's gonna be over, right? So I, I was, that kind of motivated me to like take risk, regardless of kind of a fear kind of a subside. Like, you know, I wasn't thinking so much about the fear part because I know I could like, life could be end within a few hours. Like, you know, you one one moment you are like talking to the friend and, you know, we are having a good time and chilling. Then next moment it's like he's gone. So that's those experiences, even though they're like, they're, they're tough to go through, right? And, 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 and coming to Canada the way you did it, like, but I think it's like those experiences, they, once you get through those, that's what, you know, you, you wish you didn't have to go through them, but if you can learn from those, it, it gives you so much of the raw material and the lessons you need in life. Like, mm. better not to have to go through them. But if you're able to be someone that's strong enough to learn from those things mm. um, and, and to take the lessons like you did, it just changes things. I think it's why so many, I don't know the stats, I, there used to be a stat, but why so many, like, um, it was an American number, but the 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 probability of success for immigrants in America versus kind of like natural born Americans, it was much higher. And I, I mean, I'm, pro- I'm totally generalizing this, but you can see it because they come from these other places. You see all these other lessons. You've seen this other part of the world and you come and you see the opportunity. You're like, holy crap, there's opportunity here. Whereas when you're born into it, you just totally, you take a lot of stuff more for granted. No different than, than health or, or life in this case. You know what I mean? Like we all take our health for granted. And no matter how sick you get, you're like, oh my God, I'm never going to, I'm never going to, you know, take it for granted again. And then two days later, after you're better, you take it for granted. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I used to, when I used to drink too much in college, when I was <laughs> sleeping by the toilet, I'm never going to do that again until the next weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of the most successful people, they were in a place of uncomfortable, like they weren't comfortable. I think that being yeah. comfortable is the biggest crutch somebody could have. Mm-hmm. So if you're born middle class and you know, everything's going well, I, I, just, I just don't think, I'm sure a lot of those people do have motivations, but many of them don't. They're just comfortable. It's people like yourselves that come here from a, being in an uncomfortable environment to you're living in a basement apartment yeah. and eating rice. And it's like, but um, I, and I'd be curious to know the percentage, right? Because you, yeah. you did what you needed to do to make changes. And I don't know what percentage of people, you know, do that, whether they're comfortable mm-hmm. or they're not, you, you know, right. I, I, and I don't know that, but, it, but it's like, 
it's not easy to be disciplined enough to live off five hundred twenty dollars oh, yeah. a month. You, sure. you know what I mean? It's yeah. it's, yeah. it's, it's what you did wasn't easy. Yeah, what you've been through. So. Yeah, it wasn't easy, but it's but, I, but it was worth it long term, right? It was, it was. Like long term. That that and that's the other thing. It's always about the long term. Mm-hmm. If you can see the long term, which is which is tough based on what you just said, because you don't know if the tomorrow is going to be here. But in some ways, you have to plan and, and, and kind of prepare for it. So it's, you got to walk this fine line, yeah. right? It's, it's, it's always, it's, you're always kind of second-guessing everything. You're like, so, yeah, it's interesting. You're living for today and sacrificing for tomorrow at the same time. Yeah, you know, it's kind of crazy. It gives you like a perspective, right? When you have that kind of a scenario happens, you are like, okay, you know what? I have to plan ahead, but I also cannot take today as a, something that I could relax. So you do whatever you got to, but... With the picture of what's tomorrow going to be, but you know it might not be there. Um, Arvin, you just, your, your journey is just crazy. I, I want to switch gears a little yeah. bit. I don't know how we switch just exactly off of that, but I'll just yeah. go ahead and try. I guess when you bought the first property with Mike, what did your parents say? My father didn't want me to buy anything. Okay. My mom was okay, but she doesn't know what's the risk of buying a real estate is. So my father said no, no. My relative says no. And I said, I'm going to test it out. What do they say now? Well, I don't tell them much, but they know I have done quite a bit. <laughs> okay. Okay. So they're <laughs> suspicious of you. Okay. Okay. What about this? This is something else. I feel like you and Mike went out to London, Ontario, but yeah. then you went to a, what we call like a spillover community from London uh, to like St. Thomas, Ontario. Yeah. I played like a soccer tournament in St. Thomas when I was like 10 years old or something like mm-hmm. that. That's probably the last time I've been to St. Thomas. What the heck is happening in St. Thomas, Ontario that you guys are seeing right now? I think Mike would be a better... Yeah, so I'm just curious, Mike. What are you seeing? Because that that would not be considered like a, you know... A place to go check out. I wouldn't expect yeah. you to be there. Yeah, just like an, it's another spillover community, much like Milton was um, to Halton and um, how Hamilton has been to, you know, Burlington and the GTA. Uh, St. Thomas is the spillover of London. That's almost half. Uh, so London itself almost has half a million people there. Um, next community over that's affordable is St. Thomas. There's some, you know, some other communities, but they're not as um, they're not considered starter homes in the area. So yeah, we went over there. I think we did a couple offers in St. Thomas. We yeah. got caught in bidding wars there. We didn't get anything. London, mm-hmm. we got caught in multiple bidding wars. Yep. We eventually did yeah. get one or two. We got two. We, we got two. something. Yeah. yeah, but we ended up getting two properties yep. um, in London as well recently. And uh, yeah. And London, you're, we've always kind of so London looks like the population. Just googling it up here is like yeah. forty one thousand. Just south. sorry, London. Or St. Thomas. Sorry, sorry. St. Thomas. Yes. Um, just south of London there. Yeah. Um, that's like about the smallest size of community that we would traditionally go in only because if you have a vacancy, right. you want some population base to be able to like re-rent your place out. Right. We've done stuff in smaller communities, yeah. no, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. We've done stuff in Dun. What's the population of Dunville? I always forget Dunville, but we've done stuff in tiny places before. But in general, especially yeah. for a new investor, someone exper- I would consider you now very mm-hmm. experienced, Arvin. Yep. You can go into these communities with yep. confidence. You know what you're doing. Yep. The first time, if it's somebody from Toronto, they might not want to go into something like that because of the population. But, but, but actually let me just take that back st thomas has enough population to do it for sure but it's not been uh it's not been one of our go-tos so that's nope. that's interesting yeah and then what else are you just since we're talking about real estate in general what are you seeing right now on the streets just with you met, we were talking about multiple offers yeah. what are yeah, you seeing still. on like if something's listed um you know for four hundred fifty thousand dollars as a starter home in, yeah. a, in a in a southern ontario community mm-hmm. how many offers or how much over asking yeah if it's turnkey it's going to go quick it's going to go within a couple of days unless they're holding offers and the holding offer strategy 
usually leaves because they're going to hold that listing for seven to 10 days. Then you can put your offer in. And by then enough people have seen it where if it is turnkey, there's probably going to be anywhere between two, three to 10 offers on a property. Um, but yeah, if you can get to these things fast enough and maybe it needs a tiny bit of work, um, yeah, you might be the only one um, bidding if we can get there quick enough and you know get you, a property. You shared yeah. something interesting, I think, just yeah. yesterday about one of the St. I think it was the, one of the Niagara markets. I think St. Catharines that you were in a bidding war out there, and you mm-hmm. noticed all the other brokerages that were putting the offers were from St. Catharines. They were, which I liked yeah. to hear. Same. Which means there's not a lot of investors Correct. out there yet. Although we've been talking about it for a long time, mm-hmm. it still yeah. means we're in there, kind of plugging away, and there's not a lot of people from the GTA playing around there yet, just yeah. yet, which I like because mm-hmm. um, I think we were the only brokerage that wasn't local. Correct. Correct. Yeah. 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 So that that's kind of cool. So do you remember that everyone? I showed you that on my phone. There was 19 offers on that one property. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. nobody was from the GTA. Wow. Everybody mm-hmm. was from like the St. Catharines. Which area. is very interesting, right? Because it's like holy smokes, all these local people are mm-hmm. buying these properties. So like, what's going on locally mm-hmm. here? And then there's this guy, Mike Desormo, with Arvin coming. <laughs> hey, hey, we we got an offer for for you over here. Just think what those brokerages think. Oh. There's this Oakville brokerage. There's this guy Arvin. Like, what's happening with this offer? Yeah. Who is yeah. this guy from mm-hmm. Sri Lanka? coming here putting an offer you know what i mean it's so cool that's what i love about what we do generally at rockstar we do a good job of freaking out other realtors and Mm. other real estate brokerages because they don't know what to make of us and i love it even right here in oakville other brokerages i don't think realize how much business we do and what we're doing because our signs aren't all over the place we don't really list houses yeah like we do we do do listings and Mm. regular real estate of of course but it's become it's more a byproduct of everything else we do Mm -hmm. so they don't know really what to make of us yeah yeah. um so i just kind of i don't know for some reason that makes me happy but uh that's cool are you looking for another one right now or are yes. you taking a pause yeah okay we, I'd be I, I, filling, going to be filling one more soon uh closing uh within 10 days yeah next week yeah next week then i have a few more lined up now I, i'm planning on doing uh with joint venture partners so i'm i'm i got my cousins involved so i have done one with my cousin so I'm I'm planning on doing this more often with other people because you know eventually you reach a point cool. where the the capital you have is not enough or credit you have is not enough to go for another property. So you have to get more people. Especially involved. if you're working four hours a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of time too. So I I, I got my cousin in, involved and he's quite quite bit happy because you know I got. You should him reach my, out to that Russian hacker dude. Maybe he wants to buy some products. <laughs> Okay, cool. Your cousin's involved? Awesome. Yeah, so awesome. he, he is, he, like, you know, I did a property for him, like, you know, collected the down payment, did everything for him. He just had to sign some paper. He was in Alberta all this time. Do you only do rent-to-owns? Yes. Oh, wow. That's okay. what I, that's what I think is a very safest investment. Why? Why do you think it's so safe? Because I think the people who are coming in are going to take care of your property as top-notch than other regular rental. Even though, like, you know, sometimes they have a still have problem, but likelihood of somebody who give you money and also ruin the property is not that likely. Okay, That's so you're think. increasing your odds that you're going to yes. have a good experience. As, as someone who take, uh, took economics in school, what's your take on real estate? You're obviously a believer. So like, what do you think about the future of real estate prices in Ontario? What do you think? I think Get it out will, your crystal ball. Tell us. <laughs> I think it will increase. But because of the immigration into a major city is quite high. So people eventually look for jobs. Jobs going to be in the major city. People want to be closest to possible, closer to the job, closer to every other amenities. So it will be keep on increasing. But I don't know about the outside of like out outside of GTA. Yeah, I was just gonna say you were in St. Thomas. Yeah, St. Thomas because you know it's 
we the price range what i was looking for in gta was in uh, suitable <laughs> so london was the next best choice because london has the whatever we needed the university the setup for like a community that's going to grow that's that's the london was the best choice and st thomas because it's close by it's like a london is a major city then we have st thomas so that's that's why why i'm there now when did you realize mike was going to have your back and do the right thing always i I think first property when I filled the first property. So when I actually collected the Can down Can you come a little closer, sorry? When I first collected the down payment for the first property, I realized Mike was saying the truth and Tom may be saying the truth. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Mike was 100%. Tom was 50 at best. Because okay. I don't Good know. To know. Good to know. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Tom. Meet Mike DeZormo. I'll just pass them here. Arvin says, I think he, I tell the truth. Because Mike's really telling the truth. <laughs> I don't think I, I talked to you more than like two times. Yeah, we, two we times then yeah. before I bought the yeah. product. I think if, I remember you in one of the classes. You weren't laughing at my jokes at all. Oh, yeah. And I remember, I remember thinking, <laughs> I, no, he's heard I'm it not, three times. I'm not Why gonna, is he going to laugh? I, dude, I laugh every time. Why shouldn't he laugh? <laughs> I remember thinking, this guy's not laughing. I'm not going to really talk to him at the end of the <laughs> Cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that description. Mike's t- Mike's telling the truth. Tom maybe is telling the truth. Okay, but that's when it happened when you got that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I when I got the first down payment, uh, first deposit for mm-hmm. the thing, it's like three thousand dollars they gave me for the uh, rent to own program. So three thousand dollars first and last. That was my first rent to own. As soon as I got the three thousand dollars, I was like, this actually works. This is this is doable. The first house. Then I, I was really excited because, you know, I didn't know this is possible. <laughs> Nobody going to give you a $3,000. Nobody. Everyone still asks us, Tom, let me ask you a serious question here. Why would anyone in their right mind give yeah. you any money up front? To move in? <laughs> it's like the same question over yeah, and over. Yeah. Sometime I will go to the house and there will nobody come. I was like, what the hell did I got into? Totally. Those moments you know? are bad. Yeah. yeah. You will yeah. sit there and you're oh. like, should I sell the house? Should I, you know, should I just walk away? Mm. You, you run away from here. Damn these rock star people. <laughs> but... Yeah. As soon as you get that, you realize everything that you've been thinking is wrong. Cool. Definitely. So it that moment, like that's I remember like exactly when I got that moment. I'm like, holy shit, this is works. This really, really. And works. you should know we freak out behind the scene because <laughs> we take this very seriously, right? Mm-hmm. So if someone of your, you know, you qual a quality person, Arvin, like yourself, comes here and mm-hmm. takes this risk with us, let's face it, real estate has a risk. Mm-hmm. We freak out kind of behind the scenes, and every Monday we have our little team meeting and we go over everybody's properties and mm-hmm. say, hey, how many weeks has Arvin? not had a tenant to mm. try to keep tabs on all of these things and, and and you'll laugh when you started mm. it wasn't you know we kind of expected most people to take between mike i would say anywhere from one day to fill a property up to two months like sure. it would be like uh, you know it would take one day to two if you were over two months mm. it was like okay something's not can we arvin can we come to the property with like something's not working mm. here let let us help you out here mm-hmm. um but we would track that every week behind the scenes mm. because we felt that was the best way to protect our business to make you successful yeah right and mm. so you might not know that but we're freaking out behind the scenes and uh now you should know that um, it's not always the case, but usually it doesn't take two months anymore. Mike, no. It's been a little tighter yeah. now because of rental demand. Right. But like now, if it goes two months, I think people would lose their minds. But but that was normal before, yeah, right? Yeah. The, so that the economic conditions dictate yeah. a lot of what your expectations are. Mm. Now we have some people, if they don't fill the property in one day, they're like, oh my gosh, the market's saturated. And we're like, whoa, whoa, take a breath, take a breath. We're yes. going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So there cool. was a time when Milton's population was around 
30,000 people. It was probably about 10 years ago. Mm. So I was personally filling a property there for an investor. Oh and my it God, was the middle of winter. Yeah. And Arvin, I had one of those or maybe two of those days back to back where I went out and mm. nobody was there. Oh yeah. It's like, oh my goodness. So we had some Coroplast signs made. So I've, with zip ties, I tied about 50 of these signs around the city of Milton. Mm. <laughs> and one of the signs was at a traffic light. I was with my wife. This was around midnight. And as I'm tying it to the traffic light in a snowstorm, a police car pulls up oh. and the light was red. I'm like, okay, here we go. I'm going to find out if I get fined for this or not. Cause I had no idea, mm. but just doing what needed to be done. And uh, light turns green, cop car goes. I'm like, oh, I guess this is okay. So we continue on that night. Gives you confidence, right? Yeah, yeah, cop exactly, didn't stop yeah. me from putting the sign. <laughs> Get a call the next day, um, show up, the house is filled, collect uh, you know, the deposit and, and, and rent and whatnot. And then uh, I went around to look mm-hmm. at the signs. Mm-hmm. Not a single sign was up. Oh, so wow. the city of Milton mm-hmm. is a very clean city. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Clipped them all down. <laughs> and I you know, remember, I think yeah. it was for, go, go ahead. No, and what that was all about is the city of Milton had, I, I don't remember what the little flyer newspaper was, but you know how that works. Hmm. That flyer hits your doorstep, it hits recycling. Yeah, yeah. Very few people are looking at that flyer. So that wasn't working. And to this day, believe it or not, 10 years later, city of Milton has over 100,000 people now. Mm. They still do not have a section in Kijiji. Oh. So I was advertising this property in every city in and around Milton, except Milton. So it was just hard. <laughs> Somebody like, notify Kijiji, Milton, yeah. in your own section. <laughs> yeah. uh, but there was another property you were dealing with, and I feel like it was in Burlington. It might have been mm-hmm. one of Ron's townhomes, I forget, because mm-hmm. I think Nick and I were also going around, and we weren't putting the chloroplast on the poles. We were putting bag signs, and a co- it was late at night, and a cop did stop us, and I was shaking. <laughs> I don't know why. You know, cop stops you. You're like, okay. And uh, he's like, hey. What are, you, what are you guys doing? We're like, hey, we're trying to rent out a property. We're just trying to get some demand. We're putting these signs in the, in the ground. They're like, okay. And he just kept driving, right? And I'm like, oh, I don't know why, like, these little things would, like, <laughs> kind of like, oh, my gosh, are we about to be shut down? But, uh, yeah, crazy, man. Yeah. And then nowadays, um, if somebody's putting directional signs or, or, or whatnot to direct people towards their house that they have listed for rent, you know, usually the bylaw officers are pretty good. If they don't like it and they see your sign, they're calling that number on the sign and saying, hey, guys, I need you to get rid of these and but there is a time when you can put them up it's usually during like an open house they say yeah after the milton house was yeah. that when you ate a fish that absolutely was Marvin. do you know this no nope, this house was bothering mike so much because mike gets things done he's like you mike gets things done <laughs> mm-hmm. this house wasn't getting filled he fills the uh, property with a tenant he comes into this is our burlington office back then the one you would have come to yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh he comes and he's so happy he's like guys i just filled the house i think we had a bottle of vodka in the office no or I, I brought you I brought, brought the vodka yeah. okay because <laughs> i remember we all started drinking belvedere yeah, we belvedere all started drinking, like Bull. celebrating that yeah. it's not even any one of our properties it's this is for an investor we work with and mike was protecting yeah. this guy and filling it for him and uh we start drinking vodka and mike starts getting all amped up and um the person that handled all our members back then she was on vacation but she had a bowl on her desk that had a fish in it and mike i don't know what you did i just remember you slamming your hand into the bowl grabbing the fish it's too late we got to share the story now <laughs> yeah, I don't know. and yep. then usually he just ate the fish oh my god live and we're all like yeah like all we're all drinking this yeah yeah wow. mike ate the fish. and then i remember about 10 seconds after celebrating that mike ate the fish i'm like was that some kind of poisonous fish and I, was, I remember just googling while these guys were all still cheering yeah i'm googling poisonous fish what kind of fish was that i'm like is this guy about to die you know and then that's when i learned that if you swallow a fish your esophagus will always crush it oh <laughs> that's what i learned about that Thanks day. For having my back Tom. No yeah. and, I and think it wasn't I, it wasn't poisonous and yeah. then you tried to buy a replacement fish I th- yeah but but she figured it out i think so i, I think 
Did I take a bottle of vodka beside the fishbowl? And I think no, but you're knowing you know we bought a fish. I'm sure you yeah? bought a fish. Okay. I feel like we Maybe, bought a fish. Think, yeah. Yeah. And this was remember. like an executive suite. So it really wasn't our office. We had one little office, other businesses operating around us. Hey, sorry, Arvin, we're way off track. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's who you're dealing with. That's who you have put decided. And you trust Remember me? you said maybe Tom, 100% Mike? Yeah. Well, what do you think now, Arvin? <laughs> Arvin, you got a fish tank at home? Don't bring me over. <laughs> Don't bring Mike over. Yeah. Watch your, anyone listening to this, Mike comes here, cover your fish. <laughs> Protect the fish. Nemo. Oh, wow. Anyway, uh, Arvin, th- I, was there any, we got, got all over it. And Mike, anything else to share with no, Arvin? No, just Arvin, yeah. I think you're an inspiration. Uh, it's been a privilege working together. I consider you a friend and yeah, just man, love your story and what you've done. I, I don't truly think you even know what you've done, Arvin. Dead serious. I don't, I don't think you do. It's amazing what you've accomplished and overcame. Incredible. And I know you keep it humble. So I know your friends don't know. I know your family doesn't know. You're just a humble man. So thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you. I appreciate, you know, it, it, you are one of the reasons that, you know, I, I, I am successful this far. Um, thank you for yeah. you know your hard work, your support, help, everything. Um, you know, thanks Tom for starting this Rockstars. <laughs> Without you know, I have researched other places which didn't give me this much of a support and actual holding my hand to do all this stuff. So thank you. Oh, we're honored. It's been a privilege. We're yeah, doing this two, together, right? Two way street, Arvin. Yeah. We we feel blessed as well. So thank, thank you, you, man. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. We'll leave it at that. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Hey, everyone. So hopefully you enjoyed Arvin's uh, story and journey. Like just what an incredible guy, right? And uh, if you are listening to this and you want more real estate information, you can always go to rockstarinnercircle.com. So that would be www.rockstarinnercircle.com. In fact, you can get to access to the same training class that Arvin came to, um, to start his own journey. So if you are listening to this and you want to get involved in real estate in some capacity, you can go to rockstarinnercircle.com and you can register for the free introductory class that we give here at the Rockstar offices and check out the same class, or at least it's going to be very similar to what Arvin came to um, and get your own real estate journey started or, you know, push it further, whatever works for you. Um, That's it for now. Until next time, your life, your terms.